kicking back with the homies, you know. Drink on some floaties, smoke some fat ones. Oh, yeah, dazzling, stimulating. And you guys are styling, smiling, profiling. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Very dear Tommy T. Let's go! It's old men sweating. Old men sweating. Wait, wait, you're not in the kitchen. What happened? You're not eating. No, cooking I'm in today? the bedroom. I'm in the bedroom. Oh, what, what, what? You're not cooking today? No, I'm ironing. Ironing. You yeah, got I'm a lot of. Sure. You got a lot of chores. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? This is <laughs> during, during the pandemic, buddy. During the pandemic, I had to stop going to the. Uh, you know, I had to stop going to the dry cleaner. Like three dollars a shirt. I mean, come on. You know, oh. I, I, I wash them. I so got what? the I got the wash and wear shirts. I just wash them and iron them now. What the heck? And save three bucks. Right here's a cup of coffee. I'm ironing a cup of coffee right here. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, listen. I wanted to get right in. I wanted to get right into it today because we've been trying to we've been trying to discuss the Dak Prescott contract, and and, and it's uh, it's it's got so many angles to it. Like I wanted to start covering this. Like I wanted to start laying some of them out out for you, and okay. I and there's and there's some names, you know, like you know, of course, for the last two years, you know, ESPN and Fox Sports they've been covering this Dak Prescott saga. You know, everyone has an opinion on it, right? And it's kind of funny because, like, you know, during the two year process of getting Dak signed to a contract, Carson Wentz he pooped the bed, right? I mean, Carson uh-huh. Wentz, I don't know what happened. Well, I never thought Carson Wentz was any good to begin with. I thought he was just, okay, pretty good, right? But he just got bad, bad, so they had to get rid of him. And it was kind of ironic because, you know, Dak got injured, and you can't discuss the contract during the season. So Mm -hmm. the contract talk went away, right? And then Carson Wentz comes to the fore, comes to the forefront. Mm -hmm. And so now ESPN and everyone that covers football just went crazy on this whole Carson Wentz saga during the season, right? Until he finally got traded, right? And so, and so now that, so after the season, the contract of, of Dak comes back to the forefront, right? So now that's what they discuss. But the interesting thing is the players, the players that cover these things, I watch, you know what I mean? I watch all this stuff, right? And so, and so I've talked often on this show about Dan Orlovsky, right? Who is the ESPN guy, former quarterback. He's like one of the main analysts for the quarterback in the NFL. And he loves Carson Wentz, and he doesn't like Dak. Like, he, I, you know, it's not, that, it's not that he doesn't like Dak. He just doesn't think Dak's any good. Who did he, he play for, the Colts? Wentz, that guy? He played for the he Colts? He played for the Colts, but he played for the Detroit Lions when they were 0-16. He was their quarterback. Oh, that's right. 0-16, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, look, he went, to U, you know, he went to UConn, and he played in the NFL, but he wasn't any good. Like, he wasn't a good quarterback. And so he, but he's a highly rated um, analyst now. Like, he's, you know, he's a personality. He's a big yeah. personality, yeah. and ESPN loves him. He covers this. He covered Carson Wentz, you know, ad nauseum. Like just like every week, he kept saying he kept making excuses for Wentz. He kept saying, you know, it, the coaching staff's letting him down, his team's letting him down, the offensive line is bad, the wide receiver core is bad, his skill positions are terrible. All the the whole time, Carson Wentz already had a hundred and twenty eight million dollar contract in his pocket, right? Uh-huh. He can make an excuse, 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 excuse for Carson Wentz. So, okay, I get it. He likes Carson Wentz a lot. He thinks Carson Wentz is an excellent quarterback. He's not, but he thinks he's an excellent quarterback. So what ends up happening is the Eagles, they have to dump Wentz, right? And nobody knows why, because once Wentz got benched by, the, by Doug Peterson, 
they um we never heard from once again he never mm-hmm. spoke again he never he never nothing no. right just he went he went he went like silent right and so then they fired peterson which is a sort of shock because he just want to the, the coach just won a, a super bowl three years ago they yep. fire him and then shortly after that they traded when right and they and they traded him for nothing they got they got a third round pick this year and a second round pick next year that could be a first round pick that will probably be a first round pick right and how much the money do they this, have to eat 30 33 million dollars like a record dead cap a dead cap hit like 33 or 38 like i something in oh well over 30 million dollars but here's the thing this orlovsky made excuses for wentz all season long about Uh why he wasn't playing well Uh right as soon as dak signed his contract right so then once dak got that big contract 160 or 164 million dollars uh like a hundred and 100 I don't know 130 or 140 guaranteed but you know like the article I just wrote for Muckrack mm-hmm. when the NFL uses guaranteed it's a bunch of bs it's not really guaranteed there's like there's there's language in the contract uh-huh. that they're not giving us right there's a lot of um what what is it called the small print like mm-hmm. they're not giving us right so it's it, some of it's guaranteed against injury but I think that got, not like, all of it that's the big thing in the no, NFL not, not that, all that, that money's not guaranteed but anyway as soon as you sign that contract Dan Orlovsky came on a show with whoever, I don't know who it was, Stephen A. Smith or Kellerman, and mm-hmm. he came on a show and he said, I don't want to hear any excuses if Dak doesn't perform with this contract. He <laughs> says, I don't want to hear him say that the left tackle's not performing, and I don't want to hear anyone say, well, Dak's defense up. Like, he immediately, immediately came out and said he doesn't want to hear any excuses made for Dak Prescott because of this contract. Meanwhile, he just spent four months making excuse after excuse after excuse about Carson Wentz. You know, so so this is just like just you and I are just fans. We we watch the game, right? We watch the games, and then we watch you know the the people who mm-hmm. talk about the games, right? Obviously, we watch all the shows. I watch all the shows, mm-hmm. and 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 this stuck. This has stuck out for me for how long? I've been talking to you about Orlovsky going. This guy is a moron. Like, where did they get this guy from? He has no idea what he's talking about. Well, I, don't know why, I don't know why it, he thinks. It, 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 it almost sounds like he's just doing it to do it because if he watched the Dak the last three, four years and Wentz, he thinks Wentz played well in the last three, three four years. Well, no, he, no, he went he down that one year. He was out a whole thinks, year. He thinks Wentz is an MVP candidate. He thinks Wentz is going to win the MVP. Okay. He's not just saying it to say it. One thing about him is he says what he believes. Like, I'll wow. give him that. He believes what he's saying. But, but my thing is, is how you look at something. Why, why does Carson Wentz get off the hook? Why do you let him off the hook? Uh, he said that he even uh, during the year, there was one time they were running through some of the plays that Wentz was doing, and, um, and he threw an interception. And he said he was with Keyshawn Johnson, right? You know Keyshawn Johnson. He was mm-hmm. with Keyshawn on a show. And he said – this is a play where Alshon Jeffrey mistimed his jump. He said that, yes, Carson threw an interception on this play, but Alshon mistimed his jump. Oh, and Keyshawn, wow. said, Keyshawn said, Dan, he shouldn't have to jump. He shouldn't yeah. have, but, but he was making excuse after excuse on specific plays, excuses, and then on the overall play design, the overall play calling. So he made all these excuses. As soon as Dak got the contract, the first thing I saw Orlovsky no. say was, I don't want to hear any excuses. 
All right, let me re- I want to rewind and ask you some questions. First of all, you know, I give the guy credit credit due. He played football, professional football. He played football in college. Even though where he played football, it's a basketball school. I mean, it's a basketball yeah. school. I mean, I, give me a break. So but the guy, the guy's a, the guy's a top notch athlete. Yeah, yeah, NFL. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, no problem. And, but let's. I want. He's good. He's good on ESPN. Like he's he's a star on ESPN. You got to give him his credit. He's a star. Yeah, no, I give him credit. But what I want to do is just rewind a bit. Even if we just rewind to the year the Vikings got beat in the NFC Championship game against the Eagles, that was two thousand six. What year was that? Uh, it's twenty one now. Was that seventeen? Eight? What was no, that when, the, when the when the Vikings lost to the Eagles? Yeah, and, and, the quarterback. Yeah. that was two thousand sixteen. Okay, so that was sixteen. No, 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 no. That wasn't sixteen. Seven. No, that was uh, that was uh, that was uh, the two thousand seventeen season, right? That was yeah. the two thousand seventeen season. They won the Super Bowl in eighteen, but that yeah. was the two thousand seventeen season. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so so Foles came in that year, right? To play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And what was what was Wentz's first year? Well, Wentz's first year, he was seven and nine as a rookie. Yeah. Right. Not bad. Yeah. His yeah. second year, he was eleven and two, yeah. and he and was then, awesome. He yeah. was awesome that and year, then, and he got hurt. And then he got yeah. hurt. And yeah. then and then and then Big Nick came in. Yeah. And then Big Nick played. And then when Big Nick left, right, because he won the Super Bowl, right, and he and he left, and he got he got a good contract. Yeah. He left. He went to Jacksonville. Yeah. Then Wentz came back in. No, he didn't leave the next year. He didn't leave no, the next year. The <laughs> next year. Because because Wentz was still rehabbing his knee injury. Oh yeah, he still. The yeah, next year, went, yeah. the next year, uh, Nick Foles played a little bit, and then Wentz took over, and he was five and six as a starter. And then then Wentz hurt his back, so yep. Nick Foles came back in, yep. and he led him back into the playoffs, and he yep. got a playoff victory. They got a playoff victory. Then he left uh, the, the next year. Then he left the, yeah, next, he left the year. next year. Yeah. And then what? Yeah. And, and then Wentz did. Yeah. Like that's what I mean. Like I don't even understand how you can. Then Wentz came back. And then I guess that year was the fault of the players around them. You know, they, they weren't good well, enough. I mean, I mean, I, 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 the, the basic thing is that he believes that Wentz is a supreme talent. Now, we all don't believe that. We watched Wentz for years. I've never believed that he's a supreme talent. He, he could throw the ball hard and far, but, but as far as processing plays and making the right throws and the right reads, he's terrible. I, I mean, and he's gotten progressively worse. And the last year with the Eagles, he was lousy. Mm-hmm. I, we watched his games. So, you know, he's saying that the reason Wentz was lousy is because of the team. And, again, that might be true. We don't know yet. Wentz is going to go to Indianapolis. But my take on it is you sure made a hell of a lot of excuses for Carson Wentz. And you- we, haven't even, we haven't even seen Dak Prescott play yet with this new contract. Mm-hmm. And already the first thing he said about Prescott's contract was I don't want to hear any excuses about no defense or no offensive line. Now why? Why can't like why is why does he stop Dak's excuses right yeah. before he starts? That's kind of weird to me. Like I don't it get that. It doesn't make any sense. Like you shouldn't be doing that. And I still believe that if if Nick Foles didn't play in that championship game against the Vikings, if it was Wentz, the Vikings would have went to the Super Bowl. I think they would have beat Wentz. I don't. I. I, I just well, the problem, the problem with that the problem with that championship game was. That the Eagles' defense crushed the Vikings' offense. Oh, the Eagles had a great defense too, yep. so I don't. I don't think they would have won. Besides, so, I don't think the Vikings will ever win a Super Bowl in our lifetime. Sorry, buddy. I don't think that'll ever happen. Yeah. I can't. I don't think. It, I don't think it could happen. The Vikings are top. The Vikings are like the Clippers. I just don't. I don't see that happening. Yeah. And they always okay, have so, a good team, but it never happens. 
You know, you're probably right. That hurt. That hurts. And I, I'm going to change. Sorry, sorry, buddy. Hurts so much. Sorry. But OK, now I want to just compare this just in a little in, in a nutshell. If you compare Wentz, his career so far before going to the Colts and Dax with Dallas, who has a better career? D- uh, Dak. OK. Way better and, career. And, and how Way many better. people would say that he did it? He doesn't. No, nobody. Well, nobody. Mean, I, yeah. I mean, People, I mean, people, there are people like like uh, Orlovsky that do like Wentz. I mean, Wentz is a highly regarded yeah, but, buddy. Like, so people like him. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. The thing is this. And, and, and also, there's a, there's a bunch of light. There's a bunch of the different layers to this contract. Another layer is is the way that Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys front office conducted this whole process. Because uh, obviously, if they signed Dak two years ago, even yep. even when Wentz was signed, yep. they would have gotten Dak. We're at 110 million or something like that, right? Yeah. Why were they like 30 that? or 40 million more? So Mike Tannenbaum is another analyst on ESPN. Now he he was a he was the general manager or or president uh, for the for the Dolphins and for the Jets, right? Uh-huh. He's not he's no longer employed by anyone. So he's sitting there and he keeps telling us he keeps telling me that the Cowboys totally blew this. They completely blew this. They could have had Dak Prescott for so much less than what they ended up paying him. And I always said, well, maybe the Cowboys aren't sure yet. You know, the Cowboys definitely took their time with Dak, and it didn't cost them more money. But my thing was this. The Cowboys didn't know that the pandemic was coming. They didn't know the coronavirus was coming. The the NFL just signed these – they just re-signed and re-upped with some of the television contracts, a multi-billion dollar deal. The Cowboys could have been anticipating that the salary cap was going to keep rising – so they could they could afford to wait a year, an extra year with Dak, right? And and what ends up happening is you got guys like Tannenbaum, who I think was fired by the Jets and fired by the Dolphins, and he's sitting here like an expert telling me, he's telling me that they've blown, he said they could have gotten Dak for $8 million a year left. Now, I know Tannenbaum has actually run a franchise, but I still don't believe him. I don't believe him. I don't believe that he's got his numbers are accurate. And, and so... So the way these guys, they come out and they critique, they critique the way that the teams are doing their business and they critique the way this is done. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I think the Cowboys should have signed Dak sooner also, right? Yeah, they yeah. Didn't. And I, I do understand why they waited. So now they have them, they have them at a big price, right? But supposedly next year, the salary cap is going to go back up, should be back up to 200 million. And then the following year, there should be another, you know, growth. So maybe that that hit won't be as bad. It won't be and that I think big That's deal. what they were thinking. And maybe yeah. they fr- would they franchise him twice? Once. Once. They were, they were a day away from franchising him away. twice, like like Kirk Cousins. So once. so they franchised him once. You know, I, Jerry Jones is not stupid. Jerry Jones knows how to make money. He knows how to negotiate. I would take what Jerry Jones is thinking. Number one. Because the guy's a billionaire and, and he knows how to negotiate. He knows stuff. So for him to do that one year to do the um, to franchise tag him, he maybe they were thinking they had an eye on someone for the draft and they're like, oh, let's see, maybe not. And then, like you said, the pandemic came, you know, the eight million dollars. Jerry Jones had this probably all figured out, figured out. So those guys aren't telling Jerry Jones anything he doesn't know. And like you said, Jerry Jones probably figures that eight million over time as the cap goes up. It's not a big deal. Um, the only thing I think is odd is because they had to give him that gigantic contract now and he's hurt right now. Like, you know, he, 
Yeah, and not only not it's not just it's not just a LeBron James injury with a sprained ankle. Oh. I mean, his ankle was dislocated. Yeah. His ankle was like at a right. It was a, it was a right angle. It was like a left out. You know. So yeah. So, so that's the only it, thing that's odd with me. It's like, why they could have just franchised him again, and and we'll see how well, he played. Yeah, but right? they couldn't because if they franchise him again, the the cap hit would have been thirty seven point seven million yeah, so uh, the way they did it now, when they signed him to the long-term contract, apparently, yeah. and I don't know how this works out, but apparently the cap hit is only $22 million. So they save $15 million on a cap hit. But the Cowboys, the Cowboys are not – they're not one of the teams that's going to the Super Bowl. Like, they're not – like, they're not there. Like, they don't have that kind of talent, especially on defense. They're, they're the worst defensive team in football. Like, they're atrocious, you know. So, so they're not going to be one of the teams that goes in that division – the Giants and the, and the Washington football team, which, by the way, the Washington football team is seriously considering making that their official name and not getting another nickname, which I think it's, is kind of cool, actually. It's like a soccer right? team. That's like, it's like soccer, yeah. European soccer. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're so the, Washington, the Washington football team, the Washington football team and the, and the New York football Giants, they built some defenses. They both got defense, really good defense. Now, they don't have great quarterbacks. The, the Washington signed – uh, Fitzpatrick, who to me is the biggest bum in the NFL, but some like people him. like him. You know, yeah, some people like him. You know, I think he's, me, he's serviceable. He's serviceable. Oh. I mean, you know, Smith Smith came back. He did as well as he could do. I mean, the guy shouldn't be walking. Um, and, oh, and you know, so so I would take Fitz in there. But the Dak thing scares me a little bit. Like I like I said, I I go with what Jerry Jones is thinking. So he must they know everything, and they must be like, we're not worried about his injury. We're going to do this. We have confidence in this guy, and he's played well for us, and he has. I would have been scared, just me, because I don't know anything. I would have been scared, like, you know, maybe I'll franchise him and I'll see how he plays because of that injury. And then if I had some weird shot to get a quarterback in the draft, maybe I, I get one and I just hold him over here, you know, no, that's not a lot of money anyway, and see what happens with Dak. I think it's a it's a ballsy move because I, we don't know how he's going to run around on that ankle. It, it's not guaranteed. Well, yeah, I mean they're they're locked in with Dak. You're right. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen with Dak. Um, he, I mean, if he's healthy, you know, he's he puts up pretty consistent numbers. But they don't win with Dak. I mean, they haven't won anything. They won one playoff game in Dak's yeah. four years. They don't really win. So I, you know, I, I, I the Cowboys have other problems. I've just I've just paid attention to the way the process went and how two quarterbacks from the same draft class, same that, division, that same division, and and they have very similar numbers and stats. I mean, Dak's won way more than than Carson Wentz has won. Just two quarterbacks and how they're analyzed differently, you know. And and you know I have a you know listen you know here, buddy. You know we got a bunch of buddies. I got a bunch of you know African American friends that feel like the African American quarterback is analyzed completely different than the white quarterback. And, you know, I'm not – like, I don't know Dan Orlovsky. I don't know if he's racist or not. I don't know. I, he's, he's probably not. But it just seems weird to me that as soon as Dak signs his deal, the guy's out there yelling, I don't want to hear about any excuses. I, you know, I mean, he was on the show with – um, I don't know if it was Booger or the other guy, uh, Marcus Spears. I think Marcus Spears, one of those guys. And one of those guys was saying – 
Well, listen, just because they signed Dak, he doesn't have a defense. He still doesn't have a defense. He's still you know? in trouble. And, yeah. and Dak, you know, and then the guy said, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know if it was Spears. I don't know which one it was. It was one of the good guys. He's really good. One of the ex-defensive linemen. He's on the show, too. And he said, um, you know, like, Dak's just got to be himself. He just got to play himself, play his game. And mm-hmm. that's when Orlowski came out and said, hey, listen, I don't want to hear about any excuses. You know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm sitting there going, wait a minute. I just watched you for four months. Make excuse after excuse after excuse. So why the different take on Dak? Like, in I don't understand that. Of um, defense of um, Orzowski, whatever his name is. In defense <laughs> of him, you could say like you know Wentz was well, when he got hurt. After he got hurt, you know he declined a lot, and he did. You know that that could be a valid point. I mean, he did. Yeah. He was playing well. And then after that, when he came back, he just was a shell of himself. And that's why I'm worried about Dak. So, I mean, that's the one thing that I agree with is that I don't think Wentz is overall better than Dak. I think Wentz was playing excellent and he was doing well. And then he got the injury. And I'm, I, you know, part of me <laughs> well, after listen, watching buddy, him, you as, know. As a guy that roots for the Giants, I like the Giants. I mean, I'm, I, I like all the West Coast teams, but I, I root for the Giants. I want to see the Giants do well. As a Giant fan, you got to be sad that Carson Wentz is gone. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? If you're a Giants fan or even a Cowboys fan, you're, you got to be sad that, the, that, that he's gone because yeah. I, I like playing against him. You know what I mean? He gives you the ball. He gives yeah. you the ball. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so who? So let's move on to some other uh, NFL free agency. What else happened that you think was really wow? Look at that! That move! That move! Is there any other? Well, I mean, one or well, two the, moves? The obvious, the the obvious thing was that the, the New England Patriots. It seems like they signed a dozen guys. Like I, I mean, you know, they they got two wide receivers. They got um, Kendall Bourne from San Francisco. They got Nelson Aguilar mm-hmm. from the Raiders who was with the Eagles, who stunk with the Eagles. So they got two wide receivers. Tight Neither end. one of them are that good. Then right? they get, uh, and then they got face? two tight ends. Yeah. They got two tight ends. They got John o. Smith from Tennessee, and they got Hunter Henry, Henry. from San Diego. Right? Well, LA. So, uh, yeah. yeah. LA, LA, San, LA, yeah. Slash, LA yeah. slash San Diego. Yeah, so yeah. no, they did do a lot. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, what I don't did think you... any, I don't think – the other thing is this. The other thing with free agency, buddy, is I know that – I know that fans of the teams go crazy. Like the Rams lost Johnny Johnson, the starting safety, yeah. and they lost Troy Hill, right, the uh, the cornerback, right. They yeah. lost two guys, right, and then they lost um, Samson Ebucom, right. So they lost mm-hmm. some guys, right. And so I know that fans go crazy, and they're like, you know, uh, we got all these new guys. We got this guy. We got that guy. You know, Tennessee signed Bud Dupree, the defensive end from the from the Steelers, who's an edge rusher who tore his ACL, like. And they signed a huge contract. So these teams mm. that are signing these guys, right? You got to remember, the, the 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 original team doesn't want them. Like like no one wants exactly. them. Exactly. So I, I don't understand why free agency is such a big deal in the NFL. You do need to sign free agents because a lot of times they do work out for you. You know, like you you get a linebacker, you know, you get an offensive lineman, you fit him in, he works out perfect for you. I understand that, but but signing free agents is not going to turn your team around. You, you, you know, like it's not going to save your season. And that's what that's where we're at right now in the NFL. Well, what do you think? Because Arizona got J.J. Watt. And they yeah, got, he's good. And he's, they got what's like his the face? One there. And they got, um, uh, what's his name? The uh, 
and they get another receiver. They got uh, who's the yeah, other? They, they got signed, they, oh, they signed AJ Green. Yeah, they got AJ Green. So that that's I mean I think those that those two are to me of all the teams those I'm trying good. to think those did good, anyone yeah. get any more impact guys? Those two guys are are primo. I mean, A.J. Green's got stuffed in the tank still. I think he was just wasted at Cincinnati for such a long time, even before this Well, world. I don't know. I mean, A.J. Green I like too. I don't I know, but he has. I don't know. I don't know. That he guy, he's a freak. He's a freak, and I think he's got stuff left in him because I don't think he had to do – you know, they, they would throw him the ball a lot, but I think he's still got – he's got gas left in the tank, and I think he's really good still. I, I think J.J. Watt is a gonna, bigger free agent signing. I like he's, JJ Watt he's bigger. He's bigger, but you watch, you watch AJ Green because you got Hopkins on the other side too. AJ yeah, Green could yeah. never. He did unbelievable things at Cincinnati with nobody, and everyone was on him, on him, on him. Double team him, yeah. double team him. You watch this guy. Yeah. I don't care if he's fifty-five. That guy. You got Hopkins on the other end. He's gonna. You watch this guy. It's gonna finally. You're gonna see this guy, and you're gonna go. God, this was like ten years ago. Oh my God. Yeah, the guy's yeah, yeah. okay. a, a freak. I love that guy. And I think now, because right. of that move, I think Fitzgerald might sign with my Vikings. And I'll take him. I'll take Larry Fitzgerald. I don't care. A couple passes here and there. Yeah, you don't, uh, you don't need him. He's a good guy, though. You don't need him. I yeah. like him, though. Yeah, for yeah, sure. You know, they bring him yeah. in. I, I like that. And then they brought Patrick Peterson he's in. from Minnesota. He's yeah, from Minnesota. Yeah, he used to be a ball boy. Yeah. He was a ball boy for the Vikings yeah. at one point. So, yeah. And then they signed Patrick Peterson, my Vikings, which that's just a thing. He's gonna like teach guys stuff. He's like a teacher. He's not. Yeah, but he's like, but he's he's like AJ Green though. He's one of those athletic freaks. He's in incredible shape. I don't know. I think that's a good signing by the Vikings. But that position's a different position to play. You know who the Vikings did get at that age. Vikings got Delvin Tomlinson. You know yeah, Delvin the Tomlinson? The Giants' defensive he's good. line. He's a yeah, run stuffer. Yeah. They needed him. Stuffer. They needed yeah. him. They needed him, and then they picked up a linebacker, um, that guy uh, from San Diego, where he plays Cincinnati. I can't remember. He played both teams, but um, I what, think what linebacker? Ah, uh, that white dude. What's his name? Uh, I think was it San Diego? Where he played on Cincinnati. But the 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 big signing, the the thing for me was with Peterson. I want to go back to Peterson because I think Peterson's a great athlete. I think he's unbelievable. But I think the weird thing about that is I think it's harder to play cornerback than be a receiver. Don't get me wrong. You got to have talent no matter what to play any of those positions. But when you get older, I just think it's easier to run a pattern where you know where you're going and they don't know where you're going. Then the other guy, the older, he's trying to guard the guy and you really don't know where he's going. You got to backpedal and everything. I just think it's when you get older, I'd rather play receiver than cornerback. One of the things that they thought that might happen with Peterson is, and then what they've done this in the past with, uh, with excellent cornerbacks is when they get older, they turn him into a safety and they make him a safety. So they just, they basically play downhill the whole time. You know what? They said they're going to play him at corner, but I agree. I think you should play safety because they got rid of Harrison Smith. He was gone. He went to the Eagles. You play, I mean, not Harrison Smith. Um, the other dude that I didn't like him anyway. Harris. His last name is Harris. Yeah, they got rid of him, Harris, which was, right? which was yeah. fine. That was good. They tendered him one year, and now he's gone. You put Harrison Smith with Patrick Peterson. I would put Patrick Peterson to safety. I think that's a good idea. Let me ask you, how do you watch the Vikings? Do you have the NFL ticket? How do you watch the Vikings games? Or do you just try to find them? I just try to find them. I go to the bar. Okay. Go okay. wherever. But now, this new deal that's coming up with the NFL, I think Amazon 
is taking over for DirecTV. So we could we could stream games. I, I have a feeling because DirecTV is done. I think Amazon is taking over, and they're going to do Thursday games. I don't think it's this year. I think it's next year. And um, I I think they may be the the the, the, the ticket. They're going to be the ticket, and I would imagine okay. that's going to be streaming because it's Amazon, okay. like Amazon Prime. I've been waiting for okay. the NFL to do that my whole adult life. Yeah. Like, like basically yeah. like, like this whole thing that you got to go to the bar and you got to watch it at the bar or you got to get direct TV right? and nobody wants direct TV. Direct TV is old. It's ancient. It's an old satellite thing. That's old. Like no one yeah. even wants it anymore. I was wondering when they were going to do, it because I was like, you're missing fans. You're losing fans. You got to make this easy. Why can't I get it? I should have, on my Apple TV, I go to Apple TV. I can get an NBA app. I can get Major League Baseball, NHL. Yeah. I can buy a package. I can buy a half a, a season package. I can buy one team. And I'm like, what's the NFL doing? Like, why can't I do that? And I don't know if you're going to be able to do all that like the NBA does. They'll let me just buy the Lakers. Or I buy half yeah. a season or a full season. I, I mean, on Apple TV, I would just go to the thing and then just buy it. And like the direct TV, it was like, it was like protection money. It was like the mob. It was like, no, you don't get it. You got to go to the bar and you got to spend the money at the bar and you got to watch it there with all these people. And sometimes you don't want to watch it with all these people, especially, you know, if it's a rival game and I got, I got to sit there next to a bunch of green Bay people and they're razzing me all the time. I'm trying (laughs) to watch the damn game, you know? So I don't know. I'm assuming, I don't know the details, but I'm assuming they made the deal with Amazon for Amazon streaming like the okay. ticket. I hope so. If they that, did it, yeah. they did it. They're yeah, nuts. that'd be good. They're, yeah, I mean, what do good. you do? You you go to well, the I bar. Go, you don't you don't go to the bar though. You yeah, go, I go to the I go to go. the sports book. I go to the go book. To the the problem book. with the book is though, it's like yeah, it's like you know, there's, there's a lot of Seattle fans. There's a lot of Green Bay fans. You know, there's and, uh, there's not a lot of Ram fans. You know, like I pull for the Rams. You know, like. Not a, you know, a lot of I don't like the so. sports book. I like sports books to, to sometimes, but I can't. I like rather going to the bars, a little more cozy than the sports. But at book. the but at the sports books, though, they have bars, so you can go to the bar. Yeah, like that's a, what I mean. I, next to the sports, you book. go to the smaller thing. I don't like watching yeah. it in the gigantic sports book. It's just it's just no. too much. You, you don't know? like I it, like, huh? No, yeah. I like it. So even though I get razzed at the bar, I'd rather get razzed than watching a gigantic like Roman theater, like the Coliseum and not be able to yeah. see anything, you know? And so I just would rather yeah. do that. Okay. So I got to change this up because, so we did the NFL and Dak, I'm with you. If I had a vote, thumbs up, like the Roman, the Roman Coliseum. Okay. Like Caesar. Yeah. So if yeah. I had to go like, like, let's see, they would do this, right? What would they do? It's a kill, kill, kill. So if I had to have Wentz, let's do Wentz. Ready? Go sideways. Kill, 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 kill. That's Wentz, right? That, that's him. And now we go back up and you go, Dak. Did they say live? Would they say live? Is that what they did? Yeah, I don't know. I mean. I, well, we I, would go like this. I don't remember. But Caesar would go yeah. like that. Would yeah, da- would yeah. Dak would be thumbs up. So, And then he, you know what? You, you, 9.9 people, if you could split people in tents and stuff, would say Dak. Like even Philadelphia yeah. fans would would say that, I, you know. But oh, they were happy to get rid of Wentz. Well, they're happy. We should get a hold of um that Orzowski's guy's phone number, and you should call him and just ask him like, 
you know, does he have some type of investment in Wentz? Oh, he, he's he just, just no. He's just speaking from the heart, like us. He loves well, him. He thinks he's maybe great. he's right. Maybe he's he, like prove, I said, he might be right. He might be right. But maybe he'll so. prove everybody wrong. I don't think but so. so far, I don't see how he can think he's it's proven wrong. That's my thing. Maybe yeah. he'll prove us wrong later. Maybe Dak won't recover from that injury and Wentz will go on and do well in the Colts. But I think right now he's talking now and I'm just confused by the how he could say that based on their careers when you match them up, unless he's going to just blame everybody on the Eagles and uh, you know, come on, they're they're not they're not a bad team. Well, now now he's on Indianapolis, so now he's going to blame Indianapolis. <laughs> he's going. What's he going to say? He's going to say, "Hey, uh, he threw that interception because T. Y. Hilton didn't jump right." What? I mean, I I'll never forget Keyshawn Johnson oh, saying, Keyshawn "Man, mm. he shouldn't have to jump." Keyshawn must have been going nuts because no well, way. Keyshawn, Keyshawn keeps it under control, but I know Keyshawn's thinking. Keyshawn's thinking, "I couldn't play with you. You'll be able to get me the ball." Yeah, exactly. All right, so let's let's let's, let's yeah. I'm done with that. Let's go to let's go to LeBron. I just want to talk a little bit about the injuries again in the NBA again. You know, now LeBron's gone and and AD is still on the bench because I think AD's got a Achilles problem. I don't think it's. I a think AD is done for AD. They don't even bring him back. He's done for the year. Because because guess what? I told you last show, his yeah. problem is like Kevin Durant. He's got the Kevin yeah, Durant. Right. They thought Kevin Durant had the calf, and it was not the calf. Maybe it was part of the calf, and then it goes down into you're the. You're right, Achilles. buddy. He, buddy, you're right. And, and I swear to God, if they bring him back, it's I don't want it to happen to him, but it could happen that the same They're thing could happen to him. They're not going to bring him back. He's done. AD's done. LeBron's done. The Lakers are done. The Lakers uh, were going to no, trade no, for Kyle Lowry today. Today's the, the NFL, NBA trade deadline. They were going to uh, trade for Kyle Lowry, but they, they, they backed out of it because um, the Toronto Raptors were insisting on getting Taylor and Horton Tucker, and the, and the, oh, Raiders, no the Lakers were saying no. They said no. No, you can't no, give up so. that guy, no. No, and you can't give up that guy. No. So you so, think they're going to shut down AD the rest of the year? Right? They maybe have to. Shut down AD, and now they're saying LeBron's out four to six weeks. If it's six weeks, then don't bring him back. Yeah, that. Yeah, no. There's yeah. only six weeks left in the season. Don't bring him back. Like. Yeah, no, I agree. But with LeBron's that. injury. Le- LeBron's injury was a freak injury. That guy just dove into his leg. That stupid. Yeah, Solomon yeah. Hill. No, I don't like that either. I got to talk to you about that. I don't like that. I want to talk to the NFL, the NBA. Um. Stupid Solomon Hill, man. Let's get him on the show. Rules. I'm, who? Let's get Solomon Hill on the show. It's yeah, the because I'm going to tell you Hill's right ever now. for a ball in his life. Because I'm going to tell you right now, that doesn't make sense. Like, okay, here we go. You can't touch anyone anymore in the NBA or it's a foul or it's a flagrant one or two. I mean, nothing. Nothing like yeah. back in the day with the forearm shivers. Would, would you maybe get a foul called? Maybe not. So – I'm not saying I, I don't agree with that. It should be called tightly. And, and I know why it's done that way because you want more scoring and you want it to be exciting and you don't want guys holding guys and stuff. And we went over that before and we talked about the different decades yeah. of basketball, but I'm going to tell you what doesn't make any sense to me. And it drives me crazy. And we should talk to Adam silver or someone at the, uh, at the office. I don't understand how you make the rules that, for scoring and you make the rules to, to prevent injury. But then the one rule, that still is an effect is when the ball goes on the floor, people are diving all over the floor, like a yeah, rugby match. Can't, can't do that. It's like a scrum yeah, in rugby. Ridiculous. It's like a scrum in rugby. I'm like, what are they doing? It doesn't make any sense. It's like, you tell me we Crazy, couldn't, have changed, why couldn't we change that rule? That rule should have been changed. Crazy. Just like, 
Just like now, if you touch a little bit on the elbow or you touch someone's stomach, you can touch someone's stomach with two fingers after they shoot it and it's a foul. It's, it's, wow. it's like, remember that old school thing you would do to people? So I don't know yeah. why they didn't think about changing this before this even happened because- You shouldn't, yeah, you shouldn't it, be allowed to dive on the floor. And the other thing, I'll tell you this much. Give me I a said this years ago when we used to go to um, Staples to watch Shaq and the Lakers play. You shouldn't be allowed to dive into the stands to save the ball. Nope. You nope. Know, one of these guys is going to dive in the stands and he's going to kick a kid in the head. Yep. You're going to cause serious injury. You shouldn't be allowed to dive. You shouldn't be diving. I mean, you shouldn't be diving. isn't that important. You shouldn't be diving. But this is the thing. Let's just talk about the scrum. It's, it's actually a rugby scrum in the NBA. All of a sudden, it's an NBA game and then a rugby game breaks out in the middle of the yeah. game. And I'm like, yeah. how about this? The ball goes on the floor. How about this? The ball goes on the floor. And now it's like the ref's got to be like 1001, 1002 blows the whistle, no matter what. If a, yeah. one guy's got the ball, it's their ball. If two guys got the ball, it's a jump ball. You, you shouldn't be getting into this, this, this thing like the other day. Like I don't even blame the guy that went into LeBron. What's his name? They Solomon were Hill. Yeah. They were, they were going after him. I don't think he did it maliciously. I think he just dove. He saw the ball, and then LeBron moved the ball, and, and his leg happens to be there. But what I'm saying is before that guy even diving, the whistle should have been blown. And, and I agree. And, I mean, because it's it, let's just blow the whistle. after. Like, again, the refs got to just – they got to figure out how to do it. It's like 1,001, 1,002. That's it. And then you just decide if it's a jump ball or someone has actual possession of the ball. Hopefully that would stop guys from jumping in. They know it's only two seconds and whatever happens, happens. It's not, I know possessions are everything. Every possession counts, but it's not worth that. Listen, I got a better rule, buddy. I understand your rule change and and you make a lot of sense. I got a better rule. There should be rule in the NBA that if a guy like Solomon Hill injures LeBron James, you get cut. Yeah, well, get out of here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I you mean, go to a game, you, you, you watch a game with LeBron James, and all of a sudden LeBron James isn't playing anymore. I got to watch Solomon Hill. I don't want to watch Solomon Hill. Get out of here. No. He's it's an like injure you, our guy. Yeah, you need, you need, you need the – I remember the... I remember when Kobe was playing 25 years ago. Kobe's playing, and, um, and he goes up for a jump shot, and this guy on the Cleveland Cavaliers, Ira Newble. Ira Newble. You never heard of him, right? He puts his foot underneath Kobe. Kobe comes and lands on his foot and he blows his ankle out. We don't see him for two months. I, those guys shouldn't be allowed to do injure the good players. Get out of here with these guys. They should send those guys down. Kobe. They should be what? demoted down. They should be demoted yeah. down to the, to the G League. And, and that should be it. But I just can't believe the NBA is an unbelievable company, organization. They know everything. They do everything right. They did the bubble right. They do everything right. I can't believe, though that they never had a meeting when they were having a meeting about rules and said either like about this thing, the scrum, and also what you said too, about diving out of bounds. If they just tell well, the players, seen, listen, buddy, I've seen Shaq do it a number of times. I know. And I'm telling you, he's 350 pounds. He's going to break someone's neck. So you, you can't dive out of bounds. So you're right. So why didn't they talk about these things? Why didn't because, they? You know why? Because no one's ever been seriously injured and, and no one sued the NBA. But it's just like when the kid got hit with a hockey puck in Columbus, Ohio, 
and the poor little girl got killed with the hockey puck. They had to change everything. Yeah. You know, like you don't, you don't want someone to get hurt, but the NBA players shouldn't be diving past the front row to get the ball or to tap it back because when they fall, it's a six foot 10 guy yeah. falling head over heels. You know, you can't account for the, the length. Like you're sitting there with a beer and all of a sudden you get kicked in the head. You know, you keep that by Andre well, Drummond. Well, let, you're, you're right. You're going to well, get seriously injured. Well, well, exactly. Like, let's look at this. Let's look at the different sports. Hockey, they got the boards. The boards protect it. Now the hockey puck can go. They figured that problem out. But the player can't get into the crowd. He's not getting well, the crowd. They, but, they, but, but they had to figure the puck out when they it was did. too late. I know they were too late. too late, but I'm just saying the players now and them getting into the crowd and maybe injuring themselves or someone else. You can't do it in baseball either. They're, 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 they have the out of bounds and then they go to try to get the, the ball and they're standing up and just, that's it. Nothing happens. And then, and then, and then in, um, in football, there's some gigantic spaces between, between the teams and the fans or anything. So the NBA, like, I know they have to have those gold seats. They have to have those primo seats on the, on the baseline and they have to have the photographers and stuff. I get it. But if they just said, made the rule, no, no diving, just, there's no, you dive and, and you're, you know, you're out of the game. I don't know. You just do something. So no one dives anymore. So the ball goes out of bounds, ball goes out of bounds. And I know that could change some games because possessions are very important. But if there's, if you're going to keep the game, safer than and the, the 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 you know the linchpin you know of the uh, i mean you're, you're not gonna you're not gonna get guys hurt like that are superstars then i mean that costs you a lot of money so yeah I, I, that's what i'm saying buddy i, I just think that they're gonna do something they're gonna have to now because this isn't the way it should be and i agree with you on the diving and let's take let's talk about that diving who just got hurt diving in the nba someone got hurt diving yeah just, just like oh, stuff, 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 Curry. Steph Curry, he's diving yeah. for the ball. And get this, this is another thing. I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell the NBA another thing. He dives for the ball. Now there's no fans. He's diving up like a a, 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 a aisle way, right? Yeah. The aisle way's metal. Yeah. He turned, he turned, and he fell on us on one of the steps, and yeah, then, he injured his butt. Yeah, his tailbone, and he yeah. and, and the step was metal. And I'm like, timeout, timeout. It's metal. How about putting some padding on it? Because it is something yeah. close enough. Well, even with play, even with, with fans, no one could hurt themselves. Barry, this stuff happens in sports all the time. Uh, you know, back in the nineteen in the late nineteen eighties, early nineteen nineties, the Dodgers signed Daryl Strawberry to a huge contract back then. And Daryl Strawberry's playing on the Dodgers his first year, and he's playing right field. A guy hits a ball off the wall. Daryl Strawberry runs into the wall, gets injured. Right, he gets injured like bad. He had to miss like three months of the season. So the Dodgers said, "Hey, we better put padding on the wall." <laughs> it's like it always, it's always after the fact, buddy. We better put, um, we better, yeah. we better put padding on the wall. I get it. You, you know, it, it, hindsight is 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 worth nothing. And I and I'm, I'm I'm like you know, you do this and do this and and, and you know, but I, I understand what you say. You're saying. But I just think some of the things you have to kind of like think forward of could this happen? Yeah, like look around, like you know, like okay, look at like you and I are just a couple of sports fans, right? Yeah. So I'm watching the Lakers for how many years, and I see people jump in the stands, and I see Shaq jump in the stands, and I say to myself, he's gonna hurt somebody or himself. I appreciate, I appreciate Shaq the making the extra effort. Shaq's a great player, and he's trying hard. I love that, but. 
how come a schmuck like me is going, he's going to seriously injure somebody. So the NBA has got to say, you know what? He's going to hurt somebody and send out a memo saying, listen, don't dive in the stands anymore. Or, you know, I don't know. Like something's going to happen. Like they can't dive in the stands and save a ball. Yeah. I would, I I would say no diving in the stands. I would make every area that has metal near, near within like the first five rows where a player would go and try to dive. If they're still going to dive for some weird reason, you got to protect those things. It just, it, 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 to me, it's I like mean, crazy. You know, diving for, like, listen, people don't remember this, but in 1987 and 1988, the Lakers, uh, they beat the, Bo- the Boston Celtics in 87 to win the championship, Showtime mm-hmm. Lakers. And then in 1988, they beat the Detroit Pistons in seven games. In 1988, they won every playoff series in seven games. They beat the Dallas Mavericks, the Utah Jazz, and the, and the Detroit Pistons in seven games, right? Okay, so in game seven, of the NBA Finals, Adrian Dantley was still on the Pistons because the next year when the Pistons won, they traded Dantley for Mark Aguirre. But in Game 7, Adrian Dantley dives for a ball, right? and, on the, and the, uh, the ball went down the foul line. He dove for a ball, and he bonked heads with Vinnie Johnson or some player on the Pistons, and, they, and, and he got a concussion, and he had to leave the game. And then Adrian Dantley's wife said to him, the only time you ever dole for a ball in your life and you get it knocked out of the game. And they mm-hmm. lost game seven. So, you know, this has been happening. Like you dive in the ground, you conk heads, all of a sudden you're done. Yeah, I, I, I think they I, – I get it that it's kind of hard to, to, to not do it too because in the moment – Yeah, because you're playing hard. The guys are playing, playing hard. hard. You're in the yeah. moment. You were doing diving as a young kid. You're diving for balls. It's a loose ball. I get it. But I just think they changed enough rules to make it – safer and better and 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 obviously more attractive that you could score easier but i just i just think there's some things like sometimes i just don't get it like the thing with steph curry i didn't get that i'm like i'm like even just a fan walking like that's a new stadium it's a new arena even a fan just walking like if they yeah. trip and fall they could bop their knee on it's metal the thing is metal everything's metal yeah. i'm like how about that rubber padding? Haven't they ever seen that commercial for that car company that puts all that plastic stuff in your car to protect your car? What's the name of that company? They 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 they, they take lasers and they they put padding. <laughs> they put they put these things in the front and the back everywhere. They put a one in the back for your dog if you got a big uh, SUV, and they're and they're like they're, it's this great company and they they it protects everything. Yeah, and it, I don't like, know it, that. What's the name of that company? Oh, they're good. They're good. They're really good. So they, they do this. And it's like, it's like people buy it like crazy. They basically cover up all their carpet in their car with this stuff. So when they spill something or they do that or the dog and, and I'm like, you know, like I, to me, there should be no metal, yeah, no metal stairs. Lose his tailbone. He's seriously hurt. Oh, dang, he's hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, he, he was in big time pain. And, and, and you watch the video and he's there and he's like holding yeah. him his back. Crazy. And I'm looking at the stairs. I go, no wonder. What, what is this world wrestling uh, entertainment? Like, it's like, this isn't fake. Like I, it was like it was like a like a like someone threw him through like a fake metal thing, but this wasn't yeah. fake. And he was, no, I know. I mean, I I just would like them to consider. I, I got like a, I got like a second win here, you know, because I had my turkey sub. Did you see my sub? Yeah, that was a sub was huge. What yeah, like, yeah. It, look at that. I was eating turkey and lettuce, tomato, onion. You still get the big subs? Where'd you get that one? Yeah, at the bodega. <laughs> 
799. What bodega? What the bodega? Down the road, 799. And that's that's only 799. And you get a little bag of chips and a 12 ounce soda. So I got my second win because that turkey gave me protein. And I, got uh, I need a winner. second win. Well, you do after ironing. I just ironed, buddy. I ironed eight shirts. You could have your own laundromat. So I ironed everything, man. Look, I got everything all, all in shape here. You know how people pivoted during the pandemic? After watching you, that's the first time I've seen you iron. Like, I know you hey, like cooking. I, like I, cook. I had to, like, listen, I, everything but, changed. But everything watching you changed. iron right now, it was like effortlessly. And you could do that on, as a side thing. Because you were really good at it and didn't bother you and never you just kept going and going. You you must have did like fifty shirts. I did all my shirts. I mean, it was incredible. <laughs> but anyway, it's good. We're gonna. I want to leave the NBA thing, but I just hope that they think about what you said about diving. Stop this diving. Yeah. It's not, you're not diving yeah. in water. And and let's stop this scrum, this rugby thing. We have to figure this out because I really I'm bummed out now because I don't think I think the Lakers will make the playoffs, but big deal. I mean, I think the Nets now got this huge. Yeah, be, listen, I was just talking to my son today. I was just talking to my son about it, and um, I, you know, okay, so Utah and Utah Jazz and the LA Clippers—they're the two best teams yeah. that the Lakers would face in the Western Conference, obviously, right? Like the, you know, when the Lakers are healthy, they could beat those teams, and of course, those teams could beat the Lakers. You know, those are could be good series. But now, you know, the AD goes out, and the Lakers started playing really well, like Horton Tucker and. And um and Schroeder and Montrez Harrell, they were playing really well with just LeBron. They got a new, you know, they had a little bit of a new style sure. and they were attacking. They were playing good defense. Yeah. And I said, okay, okay, so the Lakers aren't favored without AD, but at least if you're going to beat the Lakers in the playoffs, you're going to have a hell of a hard time now because they're playing good ball, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Really good ball. And they play defense. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now LeBron goes down. I told my son, the Lakers aren't beating. Not only are they not beating the Clippers and the Jazz, but they're not beating the Phoenix. They're Denver. not beating Denver. Nope. They're not beating – I mean, oh. is it a, who else? Who else is in that? Oh, they're not beating Portland. They're not beating those teams it's if uh, if they don't have LeBron. Uh, come on. It's over. And what that means is – and Philadelphia is not going to make it in the East. I, mean, I don't care. I don't, yeah, they're playing better this year. It's not going to happen. You watch. And B will be hurt again or Simmons or something will happen. Yeah, I like going to do it. Just say that name. You don't have Embiid, right? You don't know Embiid's name. No, Embiid. Embiid. E-M. What's it? E-M-B-I-D. No? Yeah, Embiid. Yeah. What did I say? Embiid? You know, listen, you, know, you know what I hate about Philly more than anything? Embiid's a great player. He's a great player, right? He reminds me. Embiid reminds me of, a, of an out of shape Olajuwon. <laughs> he's, like, he's really good. He's just he's not good. Like a that is good. He's an out of shape Olajuwon. He's an out of shape Olajuwon, but Embiid's a great player. And yeah. I watched Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris is an excellent player. Very good. But the thing with Philly, I cannot get past that Ben Simmons looks like he doesn't know what hand to shoot with. I can't. Oh. I can't watch him. It's remarkable. Very. He's on a free throw line. He drills the ball and he says, "Okay, I, I guess I'm going to shoot this one left-handed." And he, it's like he don't know what hand he is. You know, you know, like Barry. You know how we played. You know, we had an offhand, right? You know, we yeah, practice, right? Yeah, and you practice the offhand too. You had a good offhand. You're a right hand. You had a good left hand. Good left hand I'm, yeah. I'm left hand. I had an offhand, right? Shoot a right yeah. hander sometimes, right? He shoots every shot like he's shooting with his offhand. What hand is he? He's terrible. It's almost like sometimes, like he's got the ball and the hands are talking to each other. 
Like, no, but, okay. Mean, no, not me. No, 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 I don't want that shot. Yeah. I don't want that that's shot. That's hilarious. <laughs> yes, that's hilarious. But you know what it makes me even more mad about? What? How tall is he? Six nine? Hey, six nine. Yeah, at okay. least six. So eight, think about if me and you six. were six nine. Oh. Like, think about if me and you were six nine with the handle that we developed as little kids in Fran Ellis and basketball. We could go left. We could go right. Very. I, mean, I sit there and I watch him and I'm like, he's a great player. I would. Like, this my guy father, can't listen, shoot. My father used to tie my left hand to my body yeah. and I played yeah. like with my right hand all yeah. day. Right. Yeah. I would have just did, if I was six nine. I would have been e- either hand. What I could have scored with. Could you imagine? And that's why I get frustrated when I watch him. I go, dude, man, you're six nine. Your handle, like, it's weird. Like, 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 I don't know. You, you, he can dribble. He can, he can handle a bit. But his shooting, like, I don't even understand where it's he terrible. Like, where did he practice shooting? Like, did he, like, like, did he not have a hoop? Like, did he? Just, I used to say this. Listen, he's a guy. He's a guy that my old line is: you could put him in the gym with all the lights on, right? Put him in the gym with a ball. Right, and have him go shoot, and he still won't make 40% of his shots. <laughs> he was still, you could put him in a gym alone and just shooting and just dribbling and laying the ball in. He won't make 40% of his shots. He can't shoot. And you're not going to win with that guy. You're not going to win. Uh, you know, now, here's you know, the thing when Magic Johnson came into the league, he wasn't a great shooter from the outside. He's better when than Jason that, Kidd, well, he was better than that. When Jason Kidd came into the league, he was a lousy outside shooter, right? By the time Magic and Jason Kidd left the league, they were great free-throw shooters. They were good three-point shooters. They were excellent. Those guys worked at their game. Like, what's what Ben Simmons doing? Well, that's what I, but this is the thing, too. Um, um, uh, Jason Kidd and Magic had, had probably a better handle. Still, than 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 Simmons, I would have. Yeah. To. Oh, man. Magic's Magic's more the same size, but Kid had an unbelievable yeah. handle. Kid so, was amazing. So even though they maybe weren't as good as shooters as they were when they left the league, this guy's got a good handle, but but it's not like tremendous. Like he's yeah. not Pete Maravich. I was watching. You know, like Pete Maravich could shoot it too. So I just don't get oh. this guy. Like it bothers me. I watch him, and I'm like, where did you play? Where did you practice? Like I still don't understand. He didn't even have a basket, like a, a basket, a peach basket. Like that, they put the hole in the bottom. Like I don't even understand where was he just shooting? Like you know, when you play soccer, when I played soccer, part of training soccer was I just needed a wall, and it kicked the ball against the wall. You trap it, kick it, trap yeah. it, kick it. Left, yeah. left foot, left foot. Like did that what he did? Like like he went like this against the wall. Like I don't understand. No, no depth perception in, in, yeah. in what he needs, and the hand thing is funny. It's like jazz hands. Oh my god, he he shot free throws. I was watching him. He shot free throws, and he's like. Okay, I'm gonna do this one left-handed, and he's like, "Okay, hey, like you know," and then then the next one, it looks like he's like, "Okay, maybe right-handed with this." <laughs> it's, it's it's the weirdest thing, but he's a professional. Like I gotta give him credit, but that, well, he's one of the best in the league. It's stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I'm he's telling you, which is which is which that's is even, terrible. That's terrible too. So We're let me terrible. say this. <laughs> He's 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 he'll he'll have to practice his shooting. Obviously. I mean, I mean Ben Simmons and Solomon Hill. They listen to the show. They're like, I hate those <laughs> stupid old men. No, but, but like maybe maybe we could we could. I think uh, we I think the techniques we learned we could teach him techniques. I remember I remember when we would if our elbow wasn't in. Remember they'd whack your elbow. Yeah, elbow. Yeah, elbow I mean, elbow Reggie in. Miller. Reggie Miller okay. had the chicken arm, and he still yeah. was the greatest shooter ever. Well, there right? are some guys that have unusual 
like Jamal Wilkes and and him. Yeah, Jamal and Wilkes, guys, he did this. Yeah, he did that. He did you know, he but but I still think it's odd. So I still don't think Philadelphia will will will. They're not gonna they're not gonna make it. They're, and they're gonna get beat by. The, uh, no, that, listen. If the Brooklyn Nets get Kevin Durant back, which he might be done for the year too, he's missed so much time. Though no one's beating that team. That team's playing really well, and they got the plumber Joe Harris. Yeah, guy, Joe, 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 Joe. I call, I'm gonna call Harris. Joe Harrison Sons. Harrison's sons, Joe Harrison's sons. Joe Harrison's sons. I love that guy. Remember that guy. That band, you remember that band, the Mumphrey? What's that band? Mumphrey and Sons? The what Mumphrey was that one band? Or the Mumphrey Brothers. The Mumphrey Brothers? I mean, right? the Mumphrey Brothers. Call. They've been in the 90s, the Mumphrey yeah, Brothers. Yeah. I always said they should, they should be a plumbing company. Well, Joe Harris should do plumbing commercials. Only. Joe, I'm telling you, from now on, he's Joe Harrison's sons. Yeah, and he that's, should just do plumbing commercials. I was calling the games, buddy. If we were calling a Nets game, I'd say, okay, uh, you know, Kyrie dribbles into the lane. He kicks it out to Joe Harrison's sons. Joe Harrison's sons shoots a three. Made it. Like, I would, I would only no, call would, him Joe Harrison's sons. You would say he drained, he drained it. He drained a three. That's he great. He drained it or he, or he flushed Dunk it. Yeah, Joe, he, he flushed, flushed it. it. Yeah, but yeah, I got yeah. a good commercial for Joe Harris. I mean, I tell you, that guy could teach Simmons how to shoot. Like, they just go get, you know, in the offseason, go get Joe the plumber to, to do wherever he's shooting. Maybe shoot. Maybe Joe learned how to shoot in toilets. Maybe he'd stand back. And he'd shoot the ball in the toilet. I don't know, but the guy's like, he's automatic. But that guy, I got a perfect commercial for him. He should only do plumbing commercials. He should get the biggest plumbing company, like Roto-Rooter, and they should just pay him a lot of money. And the way they should do the commercial, they should do a remake of Saturday Night Fever when Tony Montana's walking down the street, do my stuff, and he's walking down the street because he'd go to the paint store and work. And Joe Harris is walking down the street like that with the music with his plumber outfit on, his overalls okay. and, the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the and his toolkit. Going down, and then you see him go right over into the Barclays Arena. And he, did, he goes in there. He should always have the toolbox on the bench. Yeah. That guy, I, I, he's such a blue collar. Just The snake. You should have the snake. You know the, the snake? snake? Yeah, the snake where you get the, the clogged yeah. toilets. Yeah, he yeah. can do that. <laughs> he's so unassuming. He's the most unassuming baller I've ever seen in my life. Listen, if I worked, look, if I was uh, one of the security guards at the Barclays Center, I'd ID him every time he come in. I didn't need to see identification. Yeah. Sir. Yeah. Like where he said, oh, I, I played with him. If he comes in the player's entrance, no, 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 no. Give me, let me, let me, excuse me, sir. I don't care if I saw him every day. I need to see your identification. Yeah, who, who, who are you? Who, who are, are you? you? <laughs> but I think the Nets are going to win the East. I don't think Miami's going to come back. I, and I think it's going to be Clippers and Utah. It's going to be tough. Either one of those. It's going to be tough. That's going to be tough because the Lakers, it's, it's probably over for the Lakers. And then if Durant comes back, the Nets will win that. If they if he doesn't come back, the Clippers or Utah, believe it or not, Utah Jazz could be the NBA championships of wow, that'd be crazy. One, that'd be crazy, and 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 that would be you know that would be pretty cool though. If they yeah, were. I mean yeah. that would be that would be good. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you too, we were talking about unassuming ballers. Did you see that video of the guy that used to play for Boston? He's like forty three years old now. They called him the White Mamba or something, and he Boston. Was, yeah, he played for Boston. This kid challenged him. This young kid challenged him to a basketball game. I Wait, guess he, who's the White Mamba? I never heard of that before. What do you call him, the White Mamba? Yeah, big guy. Um, or maybe he calls himself the White Mamba now. But he was. It was funny. Like he wasn't like a a, a big star, but he was out at the uh, gym, and this young kid called him out and said, "I can beat you one on one. You want to play one on one?" And the guy goes, yeah, you know, and, and, and the guy, the guy crushed, 
the guy, the guy beat the kid 11 zip. He said, okay, that's it. He didn't what, miss. What, what's the guy's name? I got to look it up. I got to look it up. Uh, I got to look it up. Hang the on. The Celtics? He played on the Celtics, yeah. The White Mamba. Do you think hey, he calls up the White You, you got a the computer there or anything? Like, well, I got my phone. I'm going to get my phone. Get your phone and look that up. All right, hold on. Go get your phone. I think he called himself the White Mamba. You got your headphones back on? But I thought it was funny because the kid called them out. And these young kids got to start learning some respect. Like, remember that? Oh, kid? Brian Scalabrini. Yeah, yeah. So m- remember, remember when that kid called Cam Newton out? Brian Scalabrini. Yeah. yeah. These young oh, kids got to. Let me let me say something to these young kids. You got to remember something. These young kids they don't remember this stuff. When you're older like us, you learn respect quickly because if you try to front someone and you and 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 you you don't do it if you know you already know history of people like like when we grew up you don't go up to someone like when my brother would you know because he was a fifth degree black belt and people would come up to him and usually they the ones that that knew him they wouldn't come up to him because it's like what are you doing it's stupid you know so you need to learn but these kids nowadays they know who all these people are they can find out that he knew that guy the, the guy in Boston was an ex-professional, but he's still going to call him out. Like these kids, they don't understand. Like this guy is a pro for a reason. You're not just like that one kid. He kept going to Cam Newton. Cam Newton goes to the football camp to help kids out. And the kid's going, you're a free agent now. You're a free agent. You ain't going to play. You ain't going to play. Cam Newton's like, he would say, you're making no money. He you're goes, making no money. What you, you know, dude, you're at the football camp. You have even your balls just dropped like a year ago and you're going to front Cam Newton. Like these kids, you've got to learn a little respect because it, they don't, it they don't have, work. they don't know any respect and they don't care. That's the scary thing and, is and they don't care about respect. I mean, they, they, he knew Cam Newton, this guy, I don't think he knew the guy um, that played for Boston, but he, he's big enough. And I think the guy even said, I used to play for Boston, you know, whatever. So he took him to school. He, he beat him like, um, Listen, first of all, Brian Scalabrini wasn't a bad player. Like, no, he, he was, was a good. contributor. Yeah. He was a good player. Are you crazy? He played for almost a decade. Yeah. The Brian Scalabrini is no joke. So the, the, kid got, the kid got a couple blocks on him because he got tired near the end. He's like 42. But he beat the kid 11 zip. And he said, well, how, gonna... old, how tall was the kid? Because Scalabrini is like 6'9". He was pretty tall. The kid probably was a good 6'3". 6'2", 6'3". Ah, it's crazy. So okay, now I want to talking about I want I want to show you this because this this um talking about respect, and we're going to switch gears. We don't talk about this a lot, but I got to show you this because this guy was um probably my favorite. Remember this? Ready? Go. Oh, is that marvelous Marvin Hagler against Hearns? Tommy Hearns. Round one, 1985, the war. I was in Dodger Stadium. I was in Dodger Stadium during that game, so they were flashing it on the scoreboard. Look at this. Look at these guys. Oh, my God. 1985. Marvelous Marvin Hagler got uh, cut in the head. He got head-butted, and his head was bleeding. Yeah. Look at these guys. Look at these guys. Now, talk about boxing now. You know, you just touch them for a point. These guys, look at these guys. This is pugilist at the at the at the their yeah, finest. Uh, Look at these two guys. They they, they broke their hand. Uh, Tommy Hearns broke his hand that yes. fight. 
I mean, this is like round one. This is like insane. These guys were. Well, they like, say that that was the greatest round in boxing. Yeah, they call it the war. Yeah. And um, I, I, I loved. I, I mean, I loved boxing. Boxing back then, the middleweight division was like, like absolutely off the charts. I got the greatest, the greatest boxing match in the history of boxing. I got the greatest round ever in boxing. Is uh, is uh, Gotti and uh, oh, Ward. Gotti. Against against um Arturo Ward, Gatti. Mickey yeah. Ward, Mickey Ward. They had three fights. Mickey Rare. Ward was from uh, there. Was one round, buddy. There was one round. Yeah. Yeah. Mickey Ward was from Boston. In fact, didn't Mark Wahlberg play Mickey Ward in a movie? Yeah, it was a great movie. And Mickey Ward had a brother. I think Christian Bale played his brother. And his brother yeah. was even better, supposedly. He was a half-brother. Half-brother, but he was even... Arturo Gotti was, was insane, too. Arturo he, Gotti's wife killed him. Yeah. They tried to say that he hung himself in Brazil. These guys were, were remarkable. And Marvin Hagler, he was one of my favorites. I say in that division, I loved Hagler, and then I loved Hearns. And, and they both were so different. But so unbelievable, like Hearns, that just that street guy from, and he, you know, training at the Kronk Gym in Detroit, and just the reach and the speed, and 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 Hagler just a, you know, from Brockton, and the guy was just a mauler, and he just was a maniac, and 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 it just was sad to to see him die because he wasn't that old. He was old. only sixty six or sixty eight. He was, was old. Just, he wasn't that old and he was, he was remarkable and he came from yeah. that guy. And, and, and he, he just, he, he was an interesting guy too. He just wanted to fight. He just was a fight. If he yeah. a fighter, yeah. he was a fighter. Well, and he, he was, was 10 years without losing a fight until he lost to Sugar Ray and he didn't really lose that fight. No, he, he, that's when he quit. It was 1987. Yeah. That's when he quit. Right. Yeah, he said, he said, I'm, done. I'm not doing done. this anymore. Yeah. If this is the yeah. way it is. And, yeah. and, you know, so, but I felt bad, really bad because you see a lot of your, 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 you know, your heroes and your icons passing away yeah. and, and it's sad. And I just hope younger kids understand, well, know, they should go watch these things because these people, you know, I know yeah. there, you really don't want to watch them because it's, you've got a lot of other stuff to watch, but there's people that you should go watch because you can learn from these people too. You know, you can learn like well, hard Barry, work. Uh, the NBA lost El Elgin Baylor this week. Yeah, you're right. right. Elgin Baylor is 87, 88 years old, and he passed away. And and we never saw Elgin Baylor play. Never you know? saw him play. Barely saw highlights of him. But you got to know, you got to know your history. And Elgin Baylor is the first guy to play above the rim in NBA history. He's the first. He was before Dr. J and yeah. Michael Jordan and Connie Hawkins. He was before all those guys. He was a uh, he was a high flyer. He was a skywalker, and Elgin Baylor he changed the NBA. You know, he never won. He lost uh, six or seven NBA finals yeah. to the Celtics, and when they finally won in 1972, when the and when the Lakers won 33 games in a row that year, Elgin Baylor retired at the beginning of the year. He missed that year. How never did the won. Lakers lose so many with the, the teams they had. Well, the, the, because the, a couple of them, they, they bad luck. I mean, they were up three to two twice, and they lost uh, both games. One of them, Don Nelson threw a, a, a last second shot. It hit the back of the rim, the front of the rim. It hit every ounce of the rim and went in. I mean, 
their heads of bad luck. And then also, let's face it, Bill Russell used to psych out Will Chamberlain all the time. I can't believe that either. You know, Will Chamberlain I, I, was a I can't player. believe that, though, either, because Will took karate. He was very into uh, uh, you know, listen, I'm sorry, man. Will didn't win enough. Will should have won no, more. He should have. I mean, they had, they, had, they, had, they had great teams. So I want to um, – the other thing you were saying, we are talking about you got to know people, you know, and you should know people. And I, I really – you know, young kids can do whatever they want. They don't even listen to old men at sweats. But I just think, like, you know, I like watching young people. And I like learning and watching yeah. and seeing what they do physically in sports or even entertainment and stuff. But I just think some of these other people, man, like – Elgin Baylor, it might be boring to you, but you know, that's how these started. You need to know the start of things and, and boxing and all these other things. These people are dying. It's good to go watch. It's good that you have the video to go watch. Yeah. These, these things that I, you know, back- I just watched, I watched the 1985 NBA finals again between the Celtics and the, and the Lakers. It was a great finals. Yeah. And I watched the 87 finals again. I won't watch 84. Screw that. I ain't watching that. So now I want to ask you the um, next week. I want to talk about March Madness. Okay. Okay. Deal. Where would yeah. we be? Like Elite Eight? Like next week will be Elite yeah, Eight, eight. almost into the final four. We'll yeah. talk more. We'll all talk about the Qs and yeah. all that. But I wanted a funny thing about knowing people. Like I said, you should know who you, you know, who you're going up to, like when you're gonna challenge them to a basketball game or a fight or whatever. So the Big East tournament, you know, happened not too long ago. And Pat Ewing, Georgetown yeah. Hoyas won. I thought that was fantastic. You know, for John Thompson, I thought it was great for Pat Ewing. His team played like, like, like they're tough as nails. I mean, yeah. it was a good game to watch too as a young kid because you could watch these kids play D. Yeah. They play D. They play yeah. tough. Yeah. They play as a unit. The weirdest thing about the whole ter- Biggie's tournament is Pat Ewing kept getting ID'd by the security guards. No one knew who Pat Ewing was at the garden. Yeah, Madison Square Garden. They yeah. didn't know. Yeah. Pat Ewing was going in there, and they were going, Mr. U, who are you? Who are you? It's like, yeah. I, I built this place. Poor Pat Ewing. He probably, you know, I know it's like they have to ask for IDs and stuff, but come on. Like, it's a biggie's Patrick tournament. Ewing. Yeah, Patrick it's, Ewing. I mean. It's, yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's a biggie's tournament. If I'm going to work the biggie's tournament, even selling popcorn. Like, or if I'm going to, you know, sweep the floor, I'm going to go, who's in the tournament? Who are these people? And then if I don't know someone, like, I mean, how, I mean, now always no Pat Ewing. I just thought it was amazing. Like, Pat Ewing was like. Well, the security him. guard was a, probably a 21-year-old kid, you know, and he never, probably never even saw a basketball game. He's probably been playing video games for the last 10 years. Who and knows? I think I think Pat Ewing said, I built this place, or you don't yeah, like, he says like you don't know who I am. I'm Pat. You and I built this place. Or he says yeah. something like to the effect. But anyway, I thought that was like another thing. Like it's interesting how this show got into like, um, uh, you know, opinions on particular people, uh, a player, and then you can. You know, but you know, but the other guy, you know, you, you, you know, I'm not gonna have an opinion about that guy. He's, you know, like they don't don't do excuses for that guy. And then it's got. Yeah. The, other tone of of respecting your elders and doing your research and all this and and knowing who's who and all that and I like that but I wanted to um I wanted to ask you one other thing I had to ask you um look in your composition book over there oh I forgot to show you too like look sometimes like I look at this thing I was gonna take my sidekick out what what is that it's a it's a sidekick is that phone yeah now kids would like this young kids Look at that thing. 
That's crazy. And you text. I remember that. Yeah, look at these things. I still have it. This is like a, the collector's item. This thing's worth money. Look at this thing. That's like Kids <laughs> would love this phone. This the texting availability. Your son and your daughter would die for this phone. But anyway, um, one last thing, you know, because we're older, but like you always say, we're active. Me and you, we are. We're active. So oh yeah, for I sure. Like eat, I like eating turkey subs, but it's gonna go right through me. And and you know, and you 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 know, you do a lot of workout. I do, I do the yoga classes. Yeah. I got a, I got a boot camp tomorrow. Let me look at my app. I got a boot camp. Yeah. Uh, you eat well. You you iron. You iron your clothes. You do a lot of you know. You do a lot of that. And and I sometimes I think we get a bad rap. You know, like when you say old, but you know, old doesn't mean nothing anymore. You know, because of technology and science. Yeah. And stuff. You know, we're old, but we're we're not that old. You know, and 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 you know, and you know, for example, like you know, you could still school some people like you know especially a pro athlete at school like someone but you can still school people in certain things but i thought this was incredible i saw this the other day and i go i gotta show tommy this because this is incredible so ready this you, you probably know who that is so do you know who that is look at the body look at the body and it's see well, it? you know who that is i could see the i could see the ribs and all that but i don't know who that is lenny kravitz oh wow Look at him. Wow. He's 56. Now? That's him yeah, now? Yeah, that's him now. Wow. Well, we got to find out what, what he's eating. He's, um, he's all vegan. Well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go throw my beef away. He's all vegan. And if you see there, he's got a coconut. He's going to drink, you know, the coconut. The <laughs> coconut milk is good for you. And, um, but this guy, he's a freak. Look at him. He's got a coconut He's got a coconut. It's a okay, coconut. So coconut, and you know, okay. but 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 he's a he does vegan. I should I'll send him a direct message oh, on God. Instagram and just say, look, just can you tell us what you eat? Like you're in an unbelievable shape, that guy. I mean, he, he used to have to fend off the girls when he wasn't even in that kind of shape. This guy, yeah, you know, yeah. like he just get girls all the time. He has that smooth voice and everything. He was always kind of in shape, but now, I mean, my God, it's I'm ridiculous, isn't it? It's, That's great. It's ridiculous. All right, so are we done for this? Yeah, week? we're good, buddy. Yeah. All right. So Barry D, Tommy D, Old Men of Sweats, thank you for watching and listening right. to our video podcast. Check us out on all the podcast platforms and Vimeo for our video cast. And please remember to follow us and like us and all that kind of nice stuff on social media at Old Men and Sweats. And remember, and always remember this, all you older people out there, all you younger people, we won't try harder next time. So don't even ask. Or don't even you got ask. that right, buddy. All right. Okay. Take care, buddy. Gotta wave Good the job. flag to my father. <laughs> Good, job. Good job. All right. I'll see you later. All right. Take care. One minute. Oh, end. Get back with the homies, you know. Drink on some floaties. Smoke some fat ones. Oh, yeah. Dazzling, stimulating, and you guys are styling, smiling, profiling. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go, let's go. It's old men and sweat. Old men and sweat.